When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the brain of Adam Miller, written on a Butterfinger wrapper found in Rhinelander, Wisconsin. Get it together, Adam. The fate of the world depends on you, and you're out here throwing fits and being mean to preteens and angels and everyone in between. So what? You don't have the power of an intergalactic mothman anymore. Who cares? You have so much more to offer. Like, for example, I doubt any of the other monster hunters in this group could drink as much surge as you and survive. And I doubt any of them have even seen every single Darkwing Duck episode. And I almost have. I almost have. Like, that could come in handy. I mean, maybe, yes, I should sign up for some of Shamanda's classes at the Whoopi Goldberg Institute. You know, and learn some things. I've, I've always wanted to learn French and code. Really make my MySpace page pop. I can do that. Anyways, I guess I should mope a little less and help save Dragline from being turned into a bondle grab. Great. Even Dragline is going to have awesome monster powers now. Maybe I should... Maybe I should join the bond. Oh, that'd be crazy. But it would be crazy, sexy, cool. Welcome to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, where we use dice to tell a story of sidekick sacrifices and helpless heroes. I'm Tyler Samples, your keeper of monsters and mysteries. Let's meet our players. Hi, everybody. I'm Rashawn Nadine Scott, and my character is Shamanda Felt, the Initiate. And when I'm not planning uh, brochures for the dojo, <laughs> I'm definitely stressing over fonts. Hi, I'm Jeff Murdoch, and I play Adam Miller, the Mundane. And I'm not a jock, but I like their jams. Also, their jellies. Hi, I'm Erin Rain. I play Crashly Grenadine, the Chosen. And you know who else I was chosen by? My boyfriend, Dirk. He's very, very misunderstood. Oh, hi, everybody. My name is Claire Linick. I play Susan Wexler, the expert. And I have got two tattoos. Hey everybody, Alan Linick here. I play Derek Fleifer, and not many of you know this, but Derek Fleifer is actually an anagram for Perec de Flaher. Where we left off, Dragline just swallowed the Bundle Grub Bud. Pretty much that's what happened. You guys were fighting this bud that had appeared and reappeared and was trying to get to the Hodag, which I'll remind you, what Evan told you is the hodag tastes incredible. So something that its main priority is to be eaten, trying to merge with something that is incredibly delicious, certainly was at the top of everybody's list as a no-no area, which is why you all fought so hard to try to separate the two, successfully doing so, but at the cost of it got in Dragline's mouth and she swallowed. Now, Susan. Yes. I have an important question for you. You know the Bondle Grub better than anybody because you created it. Presumably, this is not the first time that a Bondle Grub has started the process of merging with a human. 
How much time do you have? Um, 15 minutes. Whoa. Oh, shit. Okay. Wow. Is, that, is that bad? Maybe an hour? I, One hour. <laughs> no, no, no. It doesn't matter to me. I'm not the one who has to deal with it. But yes, oh. what you said was 15 minutes. Unless that seems wild to you. We'll that seems a it. little wild. I think a one hour is a fair fair shake. Fair shake. All right. I'm for, willing for both to, the Bondograb and us. Yeah, I'm willing to give you that. Yes. So you have one hour before this becomes permanent, before dragline becomes the bundle dragline. The bundle yeah. drag? Bundle drag. The draggle bob. The draggle bond. <laughs> I guess I'll ask you, Tyler, at the top, since I have seen this before. Do I have any additional information or should I be doing, could I do like a third eye situation here? You can absolutely do a third eye situation here. Okay. I'm going to do that. Oh God. Well, I've rolled, I've, I've done and rolled a three. Okay. Um. So plus two is a five. Okay. And so this is a read a bad situation. So mm-hmm. you added your. Oh yeah. Sharp. So I add. So when you read a bad situation, you can open your third eye, take. Yeah, so I added four, sharp, yep, sharp. So yeah. three plus two is just still five. Yeah. On a miss, you still get to hold one. So essentially, the third eye gives you a bonus to your read a, a bad situation. And it means even if you miss, you still get useful information. But you are exposed to supernatural danger. Okay. So first and foremost, what is the question you want to ask from the list of read a bad situation? Okay. For listeners, those questions are, what's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? Okay, well, for sure, what's the best way to protect the victims? Yeah. And how are you? So you're using your third eye. So what does that look like? Like, in the fiction, what are you doing? So I'm wearing sunglasses already, but I just kind of put them over my forehead because I don't want to freak out the kids because it it's not like a turn of a phrase. There's a literal third eye oh, that God. pops up. <laughs> so I'm just trying to spare some people. And I'm going to say for it, because this makes total sense to me, this is like a demon's eye. This is a self-modification that Susan did in like the <gasps> early 90s. Damn. Damn. Like in her, you know, like in your early 20s, when you kind of go through that stage, this is... This is the equivalent of a belly button ring for Susan. <laughs> oh, my God. And she had that, too. It was a, just the 90s, you know. Oh Do you God. wear glasses over that one eye, or is it a contact lens? No. Um, <laughs> I really just usually, like, if it opens, like, I'll put my readers over it so I can oh. see everything better. But these are my, like, <laughs> prescription sunglasses, so it's kind of twofold. <laughs> A, I'm not freaking out the kids. B, I have a 2020 with this eye still. Sweet. <laughs> So nice. you do that, Susan. And then what kind of information does the third eye usually take in? Is it just like have extra acuity in a, like a visual sense? Like it takes in extra information that way? Or is it like reading auras? How does your third eye work for you? Um, I think what that is, is it is more of a like, instead of me being like, what could I physically do to help this? It's more of like the magical realm and plane. Okay. Does uh, that make is that work? Yeah, yeah. So you so your third eye kind of enough. No, no, that makes sense. So it is sort of more of like an aura. It's sort of reading the supernatural elements. Supernatural, I think, is the word I was reaching yeah. for. Okay, great. Yes. So the answer to it to the question of how can I best help this victim? I mean, the obvious 
most immediate answer is get the bud out is the most straightforward answer to this. And so what I'll say to this is this seems like a pretty standard Bondelgrab bud infestation. I have two questions for you. They are nested. So the first one that is most important, has anybody ever successfully had a Bondelgrab bud removed from them? Yes. Okay. What what was done to ensure that happened? Like what was done to affect that? Um, it's either get the Bondelgrab lured out or extract it. And obviously the extraction is a little more gruesome. Okay. Yeah. You will need to perform surgery to get it out. Oh, geez. But that, but you know that that will work. Looking mm-hmm. at it, there isn't anything different to that. Like this isn't a, an unusual case. This is very standard. The only issue is it's been, you know, probably 15 years since this has happened to somebody. But so you might be a little rusty, but beyond that, like you, you feel pretty confident. The issue is. Give me one second to think on this because I have an idea around the supernatural danger, but I have to figure out how it comes into play. So you got it. Talk amongst yourselves for one second here. I mean, if Dragline needs help, I will open a medical facility at the dojo and nurse her back to health because I feel like this is my fault. If I hadn't sent her away, she wouldn't have gotten almost eaten. Well, you could always come to the infirmary. And I, you know, I was just thinking maybe I do teach, you know, one class, just something to think about. Oh my gosh, Miss Wexler, it would be an honor if you taught a class. Okay, because I wasn't going to say anything. I mean, there's so much. What do you want to teach? What are your interests? Uh, I would say for sure, like knitting, uh, mm-hmm. slow cookery, demons, um, magic, just kind of that kind of thing. That's kind of my wheelhouse. Can you teach me magic? Oh, Adam, of course. Actually, just to cut in on that, Susan, you were there for Adam's sacrifice, and you know Adam sacrificed any connection to the supernatural. So you actually do need to break it to him that you cannot teach, that he will never be able to do magic. Okay, um, I could teach you how to help me research, Okay, but I don't (laughs) think that you are going to be able to ever perform magic. But but if I learn, like, spells, can't I just, like, you know, say them and they'll happen? This is just my understanding of what you gave up. I don't think so. Uh, Shamanda is tiptoeing away from this conversation because Adam being upset is too much for me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so I have I have sorted it out. Susan, when you open your third eye, which, again, is... A demon, like this is an eye that you inserted into yourself in order to be able to do this very Cronenbergian style insertion, but in in order to be able to access the greater planes of, of magic and being, you know that that is done at a cost, which is if you go in completely vulnerable, you need, you need, essentially, you need a certain amount of prophylactics to emerge clean from any sort of immersion into that space. And yours were a little loose and if you you don't know in this moment what happened or not but what you do know is you notice that you did not have your boundaries properly in place when you opened your eye so it's essentially a moment where you were not wearing proper protective gear kind of does that make sense it d- it definitely does so i guess it's just an oh shucks moment and we'll <laughs> see what happens yeah for the moment though luckily nothing 
immediate seems to happen. It's not like a monster appear like because it's truly the range of things from possession to something appears to being consumed like any number of horrible things could happen from a slip like that for the moment nothing immediately horrible happens okay okay cool is what it currently feels like but you would i think the rest of you would notice that susan is heavily on edge all of a sudden and agitated because you truly susan the issue is you just don't know like you mm-hmm. don't know if something got in like a lot of things out there. There are big, scary things that lurk in the planes of magic and they are subtle and they are hard to see. And you are not looking for one in that moment. So you don't know. So that is currently what takes place. Anywho, Susan, are you relating the need for surgery to the kids? Of course, I'm letting them know it's surgery or lure out. But surgery is probably... It doesn't sound like the safest, but it probably is the most surefire way with our time restraints. I pull out my big kitchen knife. Oh. Do you need this? Um, why don't you sterilize it just in case? Okay, does anybody have a lighter? Um, I toss him a lighter. I sterilize it. Great, you have a sterilized kitchen knife. Shamanda, why do you have that lighter? Oh, um... <laughs> you guys, um, it's it's a it's a lot running an organization, and I'm ashamed to say it, but I've taken up a uh, I smoke cloves. Shamanda. Oh my god! This is the worst news. Okay, and we all need to take a break and talk about this. <laughs> well, we, Evan, we sincerely can't. It's pretty cool. I can't smell the smoke. I'll be addicted. Evan is like, oh, could I bum one? I am. Oh my god, my nerves are all over the place right now. Oh my gosh, please get on my level and I pull one out and <laughs> flick it over to him. He he does, he lights it and he motions to you of like, do you want to take a drag from this or do you want to light your own? Ew, no, I'll get your germs. Okay, he smokes his own. Yeah, he he's clearly also a, a clove smoker. Sick. Ugh. And this is also a moment where you realize there is a an extra body present, which is Evan Shepard. Honestly, he looks so cool. <laughs> he does. Uh, I I want to finding out that I mean I'm still feeling very self conscious about how human I appear to be, right? Um, but I it concerns me that Shamanda has been so like you know anxiety ridden and has all this pressure on her, and I didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to try to do like a what's up with you, and yeah, delve a little deeper into what's 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 all's on her plate, and if I could help. Great. So, Derek, for what's up with you, you get to ask, uh, what do you really want? What do you wish I would do? What are you leaving out? How can I get you to do whatever? Can I actually trust you to do whatever? So ask one of those questions of Shamanda, and then we'll have your role plus charm. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with uh, what do you wish I would do? Yeah. So role plus charm. Okay, that is a six. But with my charm. Oh, <laughs> it becomes a five. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Shamanda, Derek, in this moment where you are stressed out and trying to maintain, Derek is here just being like, what do you want? How can I help? Put a hand on, on her shoulder. So Shamanda, you are going to lie to him. Whoa. It's up to you why, but like you, it is not a space where you really feel like opening up. So you're just going to give him an answer you think he wants to hear. Oh, Derek, I'm just I'm stressed that that Crashly, you know, she fell earlier and 
you know, she, she hurt herself and you dived in to help her. Normally that would be something I do. So I was feeling kind of bad that oh, way. Oh, hey, nobody, <laughs> Shamanda, nobody's trying to step in on your role in the group. As a matter of fact, if you want me to be a little less hands on with helping people, I can absolutely do that for you. And since we got it that looks like sorted you already out, did that, Derek. Uh, what? I pull him in close and I say, you let the bundle grab into this plane of existence. Oh, I'm watching you. No, this is an interesting thing because Shamanda wasn't there for that conversation. Oh. <laughs> but Shamanda, I think you are an empath. Even though you are outside, I'm sure the extreme guilt in that, like if you want to say that you could feel the guilt and you are making an educated guess, I'm totally down for that. Yeah, because Derek's but his emo- he's been on an emotional roller coaster ever since we been here. Yeah. So I w- would have absolutely felt that. So I, I lean in close and I say, Derek, I know it was you who let the bottle grab onto this earthly plane and you let Wexler take all the heat. That's not a very <laughs> angelic thing to do now, is it? <laughs> no. Oh my God. I throw up. Okay. Oh great. my God. Oh, wow. I, just, I just. Oh my God. I just, thank God. I just throw up down minutes. my shirt. I just throw up. Like, I've never thrown up before, so I don't know to anticipate it or do anything oh, about no. it. Oh no. I just Whoa. throw up down my whole front. Oh my God. Oh my God. Derek, are you making any effort to try to hide <laughs> this secret? Like, are you are you trying to throw Shamanda off at all? Or is that, like, not even in the. the no, it, it's, it's like a clear admission of guilt, the, the vomiting. Yeah, so Derek, you guys all just watch as I don't think the rest of you necessarily notice Shamanda lean over to Derek and whisper this in his ear. You just notice that you are all standing there worried about Dragline and then Derek just vomits all over himself after he offered to Shamanda of like, I'll help less. I'll try to like stand oh. stand back a little more. And then he just goes and throws up. What oh. the heck? Oh my, oh my gosh, Derek. Are you Derek like- is feeling bad and I pull out uh, using my last hold. I'm going to pull out some uh, saltine crackers for his stomach. He's just feeling no, upset. No, I have to say, Shamanda, you actually did already use your last hold. <gasps> no! You used that to get the sparklers last time. Oh. oh that which worked. was pretty huge. <laughs> yeah, that was helpful. Oh, okay. I'm also going to say this for the sake of it. You have one hour. That's going to be in real time. So <gasps> you guys have spent about five minutes. Oh, no. Okay. okay. My knife. It's sterilized. I'm ready. Tell me what to cut. <laughs> so I was going to ask Derek to help, but... I don't see that coming. Who who feels, you know what? Here's what I'll say. I know what to do, but I could use some extra hands. And whoever feels ready, I would love your help. But I do not want to push this on anybody. I can help because I'm very objective about dragline. And I take orders really well. And, and also, I feel guilty about Claire, dragline too. what is dragline doing right now? Because dragline's, I mean, it's up to you if she went unconscious or not. But that's not necessarily. Dragline's unconscious. Okay. So as soon as it went yeah. in. Yeah. Okay. I think her full body is in like fight mode, almost like a coma of like, you know, like a protection situation. Absolutely. Yeah. So she's just sort of laid out on the ground near the stream bed. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the best place for surgery, Miss Wexler? What do we need? How, how can we help you? Unfortunately, the best place is where we're at. We have one hour. We have 55 minutes. We have 55 minutes. Unless, Cut her open. Unless someone's all of a sudden good at teleportation and can get us to the infirmary. If you can teach me magic, I can get you there. Evan oh, is okay. like, I mean, we, we do have a hospital in town. Also, there's a farmhouse just over there. Do you really want to do it right here at the stream? Yes, we got fresh water. 
Well, well it's not how, very fresh. I don't think we have time to just explain to anybody. You know what I mean? To add someone in means an explanation and there's sincerely no time unless that farmhouse happens to be abandoned. Well, the farmhouse he's referencing is the Vincent's where you guys just mind wiped the adults. So currently you guys don't know what state of recovery they're in, but you have been there already and they're already kind of half foot in, half foot out. So that is a, that is totally up to you, but that is the house that he was referencing, not not okay. a stranger's Okay, well, house. I think the mind wipe we've established would lasted a few hours mm-hmm. before they came back groggily. So yeah, let's. How far away is that, Tyler? Two minutes. It's very. Let's close. go. I scoop up Dragline and we march off towards the house. Great. Two minutes later, you guys are at the house. Okay. I put all her right. over the the table. I scatter all the things that are on the table. Shove them off. There's I this boil big water. oaken kitchen table, like a. Very rustic, you know, heirloom table. You just, there's the teacup that you were all sharing. There's a plate with like some cookies on it. And Shamanda just knocks it all to the floor with a shatter and clears the space and lays dragline down on the table. Doctor? Perfect. Um, I'm going to, Derek, do you have any blades that aren't flaming in your pocket? Also, Derek, can you clean your shirt? <laughs> yeah, Derek, um, it's pretty bad. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've never, this has never happened to me, but do, how, do you deal with this? Yeah, you do just, you have any, do you have you any usually, blades in your little pocket that aren't flaming? My stomach feels awful and my mouth tastes like death. Why don't you take a sit down, buddy? Derek, I'm going to give you an option here. I think Shamanda completely did this. You are either guilty or afraid in addition to your current insecurity. Which is it? I'm afraid. Oh yeah, my gosh, a scaredy angel. So yeah, you are insecure and afraid in this moment. Uh, continue. Um, why don't you take a sit down, buddy? Uh, okay. We're just going to use this knife. Uh, it's been sterilized. I'm going to... It's done fire. I'm going to get some rubbing alcohol on it as well. Crashly, you ready to yeah. do some magic, bud? Yep, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm here. I'm good. <sighs> okay. Derek, take your shirt off. What? Not like that. I'll go look for a shirt in the house. Good thinking. Maybe I'll Great. go oh, home. Maybe I'll just go home. No, no, no. You stay good. with us. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Adam, you're going to go upstairs to yeah. look for shirts? Yes, sir. And I'm going to whisper to Shamanda, like, you, you just kind of got to keep Derek clear of the surgery, I'm afraid. Okay. I can do that. Now, Let's I'm go- curious, Susan, what are you feeling about this? Like, Derek has gone from being, like, reliably cheerful to... The exact opposite. And like the first time you've ever seen him be this way, like he is losing, he is falling apart. And that is very unusual for Derek. I'm wondering, are you noticing it? So I've noticed it and I am attributing to when he was like, the Bondagrab is not stoppable was the only other time I've seen this behavior Mm -hmm. from him. So I've clocked that he knows the true heinousness heinous nosity i don't know what that is of the bondograb so i assume this is him reacting to that and it sounds like you assume he knows about the bondograb due to being an angel yeah due to being an angel and like that kind of overseeing because he clearly was when i brought up the bondograb he was the only one in the group that had an immediate reaction right so i think i know something's up i've obviously misread it but that makes total I sense know to me. Something's going on with this kid. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, if I'm being honest, not the kid I'm the most worried about right now, you know? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I've clocked it as best as I can. 
Yeah, great. So yeah, you tell Shamanda that to keep Dirk away from the action. Mm-hmm. So I want to cast something called Guide My Blade to help okay. with the surgery uh, with the help of Crashly. Okay, great. So Tendi. Crashly, why don't we have you first do a help out role? Okay. Ooh, I got a 12. Dang. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Crashly locks in. I mean, this is the one area you two have been having weird interactions recently because Susan's been mopey and not quite the guardian that Crashly was hoping for. But you do have a long history of of Crashly being Susan's sort of mentee. And this is one of the first things that Susan taught Crashly about was assisting in these magical rituals. So it's, it's not surprising that Crashly completely locks back into form on it and starts to help. So Susan, you get to do a use magic roll and you will get advantage. You can reroll one of your dice if you need to. Okay. Oh, that's going to be super helpful. Oh my God. I rerolled a one again. Okay. But I did get an eight still. An eight. Great. Susan, on an eight, you need to pick an effect and a glitch, and I will decide what effect that glitch has. So go ahead, and it sounds like you're enchanting a weapon, essentially. That's what I was going to say, and I was going to posit that instead of plus one harm, it's like plus one health. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that makes sense. Okay. It is the equivalent of the best scalpel that has ever been created. This is, And then what is the glitch? I'm going to say... Uh, you know what? I'm I'm going to say the you glitch go, yeah, you on, go on this one. I think the glitch is that you are going to take one harm. I think this I is a thing. I kind of figured we were on the same page with that. Yeah. In order to ensure that this goes well, you have to give up a little bit of, this is actual blood magic that you have to do for it. Mm-hmm. Well, and maybe what the kids don't see then is like any cut that I make, there's a lesser cut on my own body in that place is that i fucking love it Ooh. yes Isn't exactly. that a little spooky i love it yes Hardcore. that is what sorry guys happen. i guess i just love spooky stuff the only way to guide <laughs> your blade is to experience the same cut and same pain that you would be inflicting on somebody else so um, yeah so that is a thing that you will that you will kind of need maybe some assistance with down the road but you are going to be hurting yourself while mm-hmm. you do this all right but you have the knife prepared all right, so Crash Lander standing there, and I'm just going to say the Bondograp is certainly in the gallbladder by now. Um, <laughs> the gallbladder's actually only been around for about 30 years. Anything else is an implanted memory. And um, <laughs> what? That's kind of their home or their nest, if you will. So Wait, you're saying the gallbladder in humans has only been around 30 years? 30 years, uh, we've been tricked to think longer because that is the home that the Bondograp has created for themselves and humans. My mom had her gallbladder removed two years ago. What does that mean? That's, that's, it was, you know, either, either they created a faulty, the Bondograps created a faulty organ, possible, or they were removing a Bondograp. Possible. I bet my mom was infected by a bondo grab. No, She's I will bitch. point out Susan is an expert, but that does not mean that Susan is always a hundred percent exactly right. <laughs> true, true. But I am going to say that it is true that before thirty years ago, humans did not have gallbladders in the form and function that they currently serve, and for some reason that got erased from our memory. We just assume we've yeah. always had gallbladders. Susan's theory is that it is related to. The yeah. bondle grab. 
just because Susan knows more than most humans doesn't mean Susan knows a lot about it, you know? No, <laughs> it also is a little tricky because the bottle grub is not 30 years old, so... Or, well, I'm doing bad math then. I meant to, what it, how long ago would the Bondle Grob been? The Bondle Grob, I believe we established it was created in like 1984. 20? And it's like, yeah, or 86. Oh my God. I really thought I was doing hot math from 84 to like 2004. So 20 years, excuse me. 20. Gotcha. Okay. That's yes. tough math. And I think we can all agree. That <laughs> is tough. That is, that is tough. It's hard. It's hard when we're in the future from our characters. Bingo. Let us know in the chat, guys. <laughs> okay, the so the bottle grab has moved down the bud has moved down to Dragline's gallbladder and that is where the surgery will need to take place it has been 18 minutes so you guys have roughly 42 minutes left before it is too late you're making good time let's cut over to adam miller adam miller you are upstairs looking for t-shirts yes you're in the bedroom of Alvin and Donna Vincent, the owners mm-hmm. and the grandparents of Jordan, the hottest girl in Denver Broncos Memorial High. Yeah. You are in her grandparents' bedroom. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? I'm ripping through their closet and I'm finding a lot of blouses, but not a lot of t-shirts. Yeah. You might have more like going over to Alvin's closet. This is a classic two-closet <laughs> bedroom. I smack myself in the head and I, I take a turn to the left and I go over that closet. And honestly, you find more blouses. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I guess she's taking over both closets. I guess that's marriage. I don't know. <laughs> there is a dresser uh, across the room, like a big old oak dresser. I check that too. You do find, I think, eventually like a stack of undershirts. Awesome. White undershirts. Yeah. They're Wait. sweat stained, but oh, clean. Uh, I guess I, I, I grab the cleanest, uh, least sweated, sweat stained t shirt or undershirt. Yeah, you have it. Yeah. Does there anything else cool? You can roll to investigate a mystery. Well, n- the answer is no. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless you want to use oops. Oops, yeah. Yeah, okay. I want to oops it. Yeah, you you do. It's not related to anything currently going on. What's something of Alvin's that you find buried in his dresser? Uh, I think I find an old belt buckle that, like, just, it feels warm to the touch. Yeah, you find that. Ooh. It's there. Mm. And I take it. Great. You have a warm to the touch belt buckle. Actually, I put it on. Wow. Now, here's the thing. Do you have a belt that can take a a belt buckle? Because that is a specific type of belt. No, I don't. I uh, I sort of like fasten it (laughs) in my my zipper a little bit. Okay. So you just have a loose belt buckle just riding in your fly? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Amazing. And what is on this belt buckle? Uh, I think it's like, uh, it looks like a little like tiny mouse skull. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, you it's have weird. That. It's very weird. Yeah, you have that belt buckle. Sweet. And I, I mosey back down, and uh, I, I give mosey. Derek the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> now that I got this belt buckle, I think I just mosey. Derek, did you take your shirt off, or are you still wearing the vomit-covered shirt? Uh, I think I'm I'm in a bit of a daze. I'm having a hard day, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think agree. I'm going to... I was told to take off my shirt. I think I just kind of, uh, kind of absent-mindedly do it. How defined are your abs? Wow. What, sir? I want to know. This Tell is a teenage man. podcast. We need to give, you know, throw some red meat to the audience. Red You're an angel. Crashly deserves to know. Oh, my god! Yeah, like, what's your deal? I feel like I, I actually do honestly feel like Derek has, like, a Taylor Lautner body. 
Yeah. Kind of like short arms and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean short arms? And stuff? Does it what doesn't mean like shorter arms? <laughs> We're gonna lose a lot of fans over this. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, if Taylor Lautner's listening, I, I feel like there's a whole joke about Dude, how he, he had, like, can pick short up four hundred pounds. Obviously, he's he's Bruh. got great core strength. Come yeah. on. Great core. Ha- Don't deny him Team that. Jacob is gonna rip you up on Twitter. <laughs> Bring it, man! I'm a vampire boy for life. Yeah. So oh, sparkle, sparkle. Derek has incredible abs and ripped bicep short <laughs> arms. <laughs> why, why are you giving me short arms? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> honestly, this is what Adam Miller thinks of as short arms. So who knows? Knows yeah. if that's really short or not. That's true, he's, yeah. He also he's... used to be a Mothman, so <laughs> wow. right. He eats sweatpants. I think maybe it's maybe Derek. Derek also thinks his arms are short because uh, before he had this body, his arms were two hundred and fifty feet long. Whoa! <laughs> wow! Damn! Uh, whoa! Yes. Uh, Dirk, uh, here's your shirt. Thanks. I put the new shirt on, and it rips. <laughs> yeah i, I absent-mindedly flex after i put it on and it just like it to shreds not even like a tear my eye <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh god yeah we haven't established alvin is a small man <laughs> alvin is not like a a big bellied kind of old grandpa he's kind of like a wizened little man you yeah. know what he has he has small guy energy yes i thought so and and that makes sense. And you you do that. So yeah, you put on the shirt, it rips apart immediately. Can I attempt to uh I don't know if what role this would be, if any, but can I attempt to like tie the tatters into something like cool and fashionably human y? I think this is just role plus cool, right? This is a classic you're trying to be cool, role plus cool. Okay. Oh, oh my gosh, Alan. What is it? What is it? Tyler, it is a double six, my man. Alan, describe to us this amazing look that you put together on the fly. Oh, yeah. So I basically like the the hanging tatters kind of, I think from basically like right under the peck all the way down, (laughs) it tore, the shirt tore into what can only be described as like fringe tassels. Like it's just fabric Mm. danglies. Um, And I... (laughs) quickly and deftly weave it uh into kind of like a cut off crop top i like kind of reweave the whole shirt back together so it just the design is now this like really cool um like thick knit crop top thing and your abs are showing now <laughs> yeah you can then, see like you yeah. can see basically from like the top of my belly button down to my belt line wow. and then there's a big like <laughs> where i just took a picture of you <laughs> full on flash with the f- yeah. in broad daylight. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Crashly, how does this land for you? Understanding, of same? course, your body is a twelve-year-old, so you don't have like any hormones yet or anything like that. Right. Wait. Am I in the same room? We're all in the same room still. I think we're outside, right? Oh, I'm so sorry. You're right. Never mind. You're doing sh- surgery. So let me actually check, Adam. How is this for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am. Definitely sucking in my gut. I'm just like, wow, this. How, uh, Derek? You gotta, you gotta train me. You look fantastic. What do you mean? I'm covered in my own puke. No, you're not. You took the shirt off. You're covered in your own muscles. Yeah, sorry. No, that's not a bad thing. Hey, 
Are you all right? Me? Yeah. No. <laughs> Do you feel sick or? Yeah, I mean, just... I feel off. I'm feeling all kinds of stuff, and quite frankly, it's terrible. All, all of it is bad. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Let's do that while they're cutting open this girl. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll come with you guys and talk. Oh, is Shamanda out there also? Yeah. <laughs> um, That's okay, Shamanda. <laughs> Actually, oh. you know what? Never mind. I think I'm good. What? Are you and Shamanda? What's going on? Oh, yeah. I just realized, right, of course, you are afraid of Shamanda. Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah, so as soon as you realize that Shamanda is there... Because I think she was just sort of hanging back on the porch and then comes forward and says that. Shamanda, you clock. I mean, obviously, you're clocking this. I don't I don't mask it. I just like as soon as Shamanda shows up, I'm like, yeah, no, I changed my mind. I actually don't want to talk. Oh, OK. Uh, is it something I said? No, it's Shamanda. I'm afraid of her. Why are you <laughs> afraid of Shamanda? <laughs> oh, my God. Shamanda. Wh- no, don't. I, I clap my hand over uh, Adam's mouth, and I'm like, don't ask. Whoa, 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 whoa. We were too I'm sorry. I know I'm strong. I'm sorry. But your arms are short. <laughs> um, Adam, it I was know. a private conversation between me and Derek. What know? happened? Does that mean you won't repeat it, Shamanda? Unless I have to, Derek. Unless you do your job. I'm What's sorry. My jo- just tell me what to do, and I'll do it. I'm like three steps behind y'all. <laughs> What's going on? Why are you afraid of Shamanda? What's your job? What's my job? What do you think of my belt? Someone help me. <laughs> and Adam, I think this is a time where you're going to throw yourself a pity party. Ah, you, oh. all, you all need to grow up and get on my level. And then I run he's off. Just, yeah, he's going to run <laughs> off. And I try to jump. I try to do a cool jump off the uh, porch. And uh, I think I, I think it's like I imagine it's like a, you know like a, there's like a railing. I, I'm trying to jump mm-hmm. over that. So roll act burn a luck. Burn a luck. <laughs> no. <laughs> I rolled a, a, a act under pressure. You say mm-hmm. roll plus cool. I, it is a six. Adam, how badly do you Wait, hurt? Can yourself? I help? Can I help him? <laughs> I don't think so. Not in this because he's trying to run away from you. So that's fair. Also, I promised I wouldn't help anymore. Yeah. You wouldn't so, help anyone. That's right. Uh, yeah, Adam. How badly do you hurt yourself? Uh, I don't think it's that bad because it's pretty <laughs> close to a seven. But I definitely think I, like my <laughs> toe clips it, and I, oh God, I don't know. I, I might hurt my. I, I think I like scrape the <laughs> shit out of my knees. This yeah, always like, happens. Yeah. Are Let's there look. like some really prickly bushes underneath there? <laughs> yes. Oh my oh, fall into the rose bush. Oh my oh, gosh! No. Ow! Okay. Don't help me. No, no, I'm going to help Shamanda, you. don't even think about it, Shamanda. I'm getting out of this bush on my own. I scoop him out uh, bodyguard style. No, Shamanda, I'm going to actually... <laughs> oh, that is really sweet. But I'm going to continue with what I was going to say before, which okay. is, Shamanda, I'm going to have you roll plus weird, because <laughs> I want to see if how you're doing with all of this emotion around you. Okay, that's an eight. Okay. You're doing okay. If you are here any longer, you're going to get a wicked fucking migraine. Like between, because again, Derek, who is normally like the equivalent of like a warm blanket, like even keel, Derek is having huge emotion like swings all over the place. And that is really hard. And then on top of it, Adam's constant like emotional fragility. It is worse than being in a literal dojo full of teenage girls is the amount of emotion that you're currently experiencing. So you need to not be here or you or 
If you are, you are going to start to take harm. <laughs> um. Okay. Um. Am I in good standing with um with the dojo with the the council of the dolls? Um. So it's currently, kind of. It, it depends on what you're looking to to achieve. Um. I I guess I want to message them and see if I can just come back. Oh yeah. I mean, you can certainly contact them. That's not that's not an issue. Okay. Um. I toss my keys to Derek. Uh, for the Pontiac vibe, and then I ask Evan if he'll drive me back to the dojo. Evan? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah. I gotta get out of here. Um, the surgery is beyond my knowledge. Um, yeah, and are I, you okay? I can't be any, I just, I'm, I'm just not in a good place right now, and I could really use some, like, ibuprofen in the form of, like, getting away from here. Um, Do you want, I got some ibuprofen in the van sh- if you want it. Shamanda, can you put me down? <laughs> Whatever you want to say to me, you can say in front of Evan. Oh, I know. And I cradle I just... him like a baby. <laughs> well, I pat his bottom because I'm always tired. Evan is, and Adam, you see this. Evan is like sharing a smile with with Shamanda and laughing at oh, you. Oh, oh! Don't you dare laugh at me, okay? I didn't tell a joke, and I could if I want. To. I mean, you you look like a big baby right now. It is really funny. <laughs> You're the big baby, even. Okay, Shamanda, why don't I get you some ibuprofen, and then you want to ride? Yeah, I I would love to just like get out of here for okay. A, a when, bit. I guess when you're done nursing, why don't you come over to the van? I don't <laughs> oh even God, like. You're mil- so funny. It's not uh, funny. This guy's not funny. Tell me a right. joke, and I'll see if I laugh. Uh, he's already walked away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> okay, I put him down. Adam, Great. I gotta go. Yeah, be a good so do boy. I. I am a good man. <laughs> yeah, and with that, then Shamanda, you drive away. Evan, Evan drives what? you in the van back to back up towards Haverford in Mystery County. And I, I clap my hand on Adam's back as they go because I know this must be impactful for him. And I say, "Hey, you okay?" Yeah, I'm okay. My okay. knees hurt, and I walk away immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Where are you walking to? Are you walking to the house or to the stream? Or uh, I'm gonna head back to I think the car. Okay, yeah. And I'm gonna sit quietly in there with the windows rolled up. Great. Oh, no. So we have Derek in the car, Shamanda in the Rhinelander Art and History Center minivan, Adam left alone next to the rose bush of the Vincent Farm, and inside on the table, dragline above her. Crashly and Susan preparing for surgery. Crashly, how is this for you? I, I mean, have you experienced? I, I'm assuming Susan that you have already made a few initial incisions. Is that correct? Right. Yep. And let me just tell you that Dragline has sensed that her hero has left. Oh, yeah. Well, she's also, failing. so no. Let's go through this. Are you anesthetizing her at all? Like, what are you guys doing? Because she's she's unconscious. But like, how are you? What are you doing for the pain of of a surgery? Farmhouse brandy. Ooh. Yeah. So, Crashly, you're going to just give her some brandy? Yeah. I found some brandy um, in the farmhouse kitchen. So, I'm just like pouring little driblets of of it down her throat every so often. Mm -hmm. Okay. Crashly, why don't you go ahead and roll Act Under Pressure to see how how successfully Dragline takes this? Okay. Ooh, pretty pretty well. Um, I got a 10. Great. Dang. Yeah, you, you get her nice and liquored up, <laughs> even though she's unconscious. So she, uh, Dragline's head's just sort of lolling 
on the table. And Susan, you start your cuts. Yeah. Great. I obviously don't know the ins and outs of gallbladder surgery, but I know roughly where it is. Susan, I think, I mean, I think this is going to be an act under pressure for you as well to make these, to to start the surgery. Right. And I'm going to uh, take my flamethrower out of my pants okay, <laughs> and hand it to Crashly as well and be like, I'll let you know when, but when I make the right incision, the bottle grab's going to leap out and you just have to be ready. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Great. Uh, and are there any kids left? Not in the room. It's just the two of you. Oh, Jordan. Oh, and I don't know that I want Derek back in here if I'm being honest. Okay. Okay. Yeah, just being Crashly is fine. Yeah, Jordan Vincent is the only person unaccounted for. The last we saw Jordan, she was in the basement. So presumably, that is where she currently is. All right, cool. So I am rolling, and I'm sorry, Tyler. Will you remind me? I'm rolling Act Under Pressure. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. I got an eight, but I'm just checking what that's plus. Plus nothing, so just a straight eight. Yeah. So on a straight eight, that means you get a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. Susan, you forget what to do next is what happens. And as a result, Dragline is bleeding on the table. And you, Crashly, you just experienced Susan kind of has a, a weird look over her face and then just kind of comes back to herself. And you forgot what you were doing. You just have forgotten in this moment what's going on, Susan. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of come back and you're, you're back in the moment. But you get woozy for a second. Okay. I am going to – I think I've clocked that this could possibly be the third eye coming back mm-hmm. to bite me. Is that correct? That's possible. I am going to clue Crashly into what just happened and tell her, if I go down, you need to cut here and get this out of here. Okay. And I'm going to have her and bring in the other, and I'm going to call for the other kids too, just just so it's not Crashly alone if I go down. Great. Adam, you're the only one that hears the call. What is it? We need you in here, bud. <laughs> okay. There's no time. <laughs> There's no time for that. And so I, I'm i just not feeling my best. I'm a little worried. So Crashly knows what to do. Okay. So you have to be ready to be assistant should she need it. All right. And I know that you of all people can do this. Really? There's no one else <laughs> that I would rather be here. And it's not just because you're the one that's left. And all I right. know that. Okay. I accept. I will be your number two. Or I'm three. number two. You're number three. Fine, I'll be number three, which is pretty funny. <laughs> uh, so then I'm going to keep going, Tyler. Just okay, great. Knowing that I might, I don't know. Roll plus cool again. You're just going to continue to do it, so it's another act under pressure. Yeah, that is a six. That was a six. So I'd love a help out if someone's well, got. <laughs> no, you're you're totally boned in this moment. But I will point out that Susan knows that Derek can heal people. So, like, you've seen him do that before. So certainly that is a thing that at some point might come into play in terms of, like, oh, Derek can heal people and I'm doing surgery, but also Derek is being weird and he didn't come when you called for him. So I would imagine that that is affecting how you feel about Derek in this moment of, like, the one person who could most help you is not reliable right now. But on a six, maybe you were thinking about that Maybe you're thinking about something else, but Susan, well, Susan, you hear a noise in your ear and that noise is like a cell phone notification sound. Okay. What do you immediately do about it? 
I turn to Crush and say, I can't be trusted to do this. You have to take over. Okay. Okay. Then, okay. Adam, take this flamethrower. I'm going to cut it here. And if, if I, if a bundle grab bud hops out, you have to shoot it with a flamethrower and don't let it touch me. Okay. Okay. And then Susan just slumps to the ground with a little drool coming from her mouth. Oh, no. no. Is she she all right? Did you give her wine coolers? No. I mean, this happens every Tuesday night. Oh, gosh. And I do want to make one thing, or I guess you tell me, Tyler, when I I told her that she might have to take over, Mm -hmm. did I make clear about the blade? In terms Uh, of? It would also be cutting her? No, you didn't. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't think so. I didn't hear you say that. You did I didn't say it. I guess I Yep. Okay, well, (laughs) good good luck. Yeah, so so Susan (laughs) passes out. Sort of, it's weird because she's not out. She's conscious. She's just sort of gazing off into the middle distance. That's drool. the Tuesday thing. Oh, gosh. She's wind cooler dove. I mean, we don't know what she was doing before she got here. Yeah, I guess she's probably was listening to Rod Stewart in her earphone or something. Okay. That's okay. okay. I guess also because you're right. Because you guys don't know that she used her third eye. You don't even know that she has a third eye. So, yeah. Last Tuesday, okay. I made lasagna. Today, I'll do this. Okay. <laughs> okay. So okay. I'm gonna- <laughs> I, I get the uh, I get the, an active stance with the uh, flamethrower just in case. Okay, great. Adam has a flamethrower. Crashly, this comes to you. You need to try to finish this surgery and get to the gallbladder. So roll to act under pressure. You got this, Crashly. Oh no! I rolled a a, a five. <sighs> Oh wow. my god. I need help. Uh, Adam, can, can you I help, help me? Can, yeah, can I help? Yeah, you can you can try to. So Ad, Adam, roll plus cool. You're going to roll now, to help out. Let me ask you a question. Mm. Is this technically fighting a monster? Not at all. Okay. This is surgery. <laughs> okay, cuz I was going to use the power of heart, but I, I guess I'm not. And it would have been very cool, but it's I don't I I don't think this is that. Okay. Okay. It's um it's a 7. Okay. But okay. yeah, that works. Yeah, 7. Okay, Adam is going to grant advantage to the role, but you also expose yourself to trouble or danger. Adam, the way that you're going to do that, you see Crashly's hand kind of, Crashly, in the back of your head, you have been ruminating over the fact that like, you're pretty certain that Dragline misinterpreted that final nod that you gave her. Yeah. And Aww. like, like Dragline, you think, you're pretty sure, certain Dragline thought you wanted her to get hurt. Yeah. And that's like a lot of pressure when you're the only one who can save her. And I think yeah. your hand is shaking as a result. Oh. And so Adam reaches over and puts his hand on the knife and holds it with you to sort of stabilize you to make this cut. And so you can re-roll one of your dice. Okay, okay just breathe. Sweet. Just breathe. And shouldn't you get a bl- uh, plus one since it's a guided blade as well? Yes. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, if I get another plus one, then I end up getting an eight. <gasps> Okay, on your re-roll? Yeah, on my re-roll, it's a three and a three, plus my one for act under pressure, plus a one from Yes, Adam. so you got an eight, which nice. is great. So Thanks, Adam. You're welcome. You do manage to do it. Here is what is going to happen between Adam's mixed success and your mixed success. Yes! Adam, you experience the sensation of a blade cutting into your abdomen oh. as the blade's effect transfers to you instead of to Crashly. Oh. Oh, and and you experience it's not to the same degree, but you experience the like the phantom pain of a cut going down to your gallbladder. Oh, what is that? So you are going to take one harm from that. Okay, I am now 
I am now. Did I get hurt when I fell into that bush? By the way, you did. Yeah, you took one harm. I'm now grievous. Yeah. So oh, Adam, Adam oh, no. is looking really, really rough. Oh. So I think Adam, the the problem is that's kind of like internal damage. This cut because the initial cut into the skin has already been made. So you are experiencing like a phantom cut under your skin. Oh. Which means that there is some like internal bleeding that is starting to take place. Ouch. And I think uh-uh. Adam goes pretty faint and, and woozy. So Adam, you you're barely holding on to consciousness. Okay. Crashly, you have one more cut to make, and this is the key cut. So Oh my god. Okay. I can't really see Adam because I'm facing I'm just looking at the surgery right now. Mm-hmm. So I haven't quite noticed his condition, I don't think. I don't think so either. I assume either. he's yelling because he's being a little bit of a baby about guts. <laughs> yeah. So uh, oh. I'm rolling act under pressure again. Is that the deal? Yeah. Oh, I got an 11. Nice. Yes. Yay. You. Crashly, you steal yourself. You you take a breath. You remember your lessons from Susan. And with Adam there as a comforting presence, you manage to make the final cut. And the Bondelgrob bud bursts forward up into the air and out adam miller i, I want to w- go shoot at it with the flamethrower great if i have enough energy kick some ass roll to kick some ass <sighs> i'm gonna burn a luck <laughs> okay I great felt that. well before <laughs> you do that could i and you might still have to burn a luck mm. could i do it wasn't as bad as it looks to try to yes Keep going despite my injuries mm-hmm. to help here. I love that, Susan. So roll plus cool, Susan. Okay, here we go. I'm going to still be a burn luck time. Adam. You got this, Claire. Seven. Mm-hmm. You got You can stabilize yourself. Yes. All right. Okay. So nice. You come back. You don't mm-hmm. remember the last 10 minutes. Nope. So you don't remember any part of the surgery. I mean, actually, you know what? I'm going to say you don't remember the last hour. Makes sense. Susan, so you come back out, and it is very much like Pulp Fiction, adrenaline, needle to the heart. You just, Susan just (gasps) pops up, and Susan, you're just looking around. You're in a kitchen. There's a child with her abdomen open in a makeshift home surgery. Crashly looks pale, and Adam looks white as a ghost as he is holding your flamethrower, and you see the Bondelgrob bud releasing from the gallbladder and and leaping up. What are you doing, Susan? Well... We've established that the Bonagrob is hurt by my touch. Is that correct? It, that is one of its weaknesses, yes. I think because I, I would love to say that I'd leap up and grab the flamethrower. I think in all reality, I just knee-jerk catch the Bonagrob. Great. You catch it. You grab the, the Bonagrob. Now, it is not hurt by your touch. It is just really sensitive to your... Like, it is, it is programmed... To want to be near you and to mm-hmm. is what you built into it. A certain amount of subservience that is twisted at this point to a certain amount of fawning. Like it is more in love with you in all of the toxic ways that that could be present than it is subservient to you. So a bunch of eyes just appear on the bud as it turns and it's like, are you ready to join Susan? I yell out Derek's name. Derek, you're in the car. You have the windows rolled up. It is quiet. I don't believe you have the radio on or anything. Nope. You hear faintly coming from the farmhouse your name. What do you do? <sighs> I sigh. Oh, God, I should have called another name. Um, <laughs> I, like, f- 
fiddle with the ends of my woven shirt. And then finally I open up the door and close it. And with my head down, I like do the sad arrested development walk <laughs> into the house. Great. Derek doesn't show up immediately, <laughs> Susan. So in this moment, Adam is there. He has the flamethrower. <laughs> Claire, Claire's, oh for, the, for the record, Claire's pissed. <laughs> yeah. And, and Adam has the flamethrower. He looks really woozy. Yeah, I'll burn the luck. He is not doing great. And yeah, you are going to burn a luck? Yeah, to get this thing. Can I help right, him? Then I guess... <laughs> I'm gonna. We're gonna just to to do this. So, Adam, you're burning a luck to yeah. pull the the flame. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, great. While so this is I'll all yell- happening, Shamanda texts everyone. I hope you guys are having a really <laughs> chill night. <laughs> <laughs> chill night. <laughs> great, Adam. You pull yourself together and manage to unleash a gout of flame, and then you go unconscious. Oh yeah. I'm going to skip forward at this point this is a a cut to black moment yes (laughs) you guys are in the car driving back to haverford and mystery county susan is at the wheel she looks grim you can see on her hand the freshly healed skin over what was a horrific burn next to her in the passenger seat i imagine would be crashly who Crashly is, I think, giving nervous, furtive glances back to the middle seat where Dragline is sitting. Dragline is there. Dragline looks weak and has her hand. She continues to keep touching an area of skin that is whole on her torso and look looking to her left at Derek, who is just staring out the window, not looking at anybody. And on her right is Adam Miller, who is healthier inhaler than he has looked recently but is also looking well adam you succeeded i guess what are you feeling in this moment adam as you guys are driving back up shamanda left with evan you and crashly managed to pull this together it was really touch and go and really scary you did it Derek cleaned up he wasn't there for it though you can tell that susan didn't tell you things that would have made like yeah. This is just a moment where people weren't communicating with each other, but you did save Dragline. Yeah. So how are you feeling right now? Well, I think I definitely don't feel guilty about being mean to Dragline anymore. Um, Great. You can clear that condition. But I think I also have the thought that I, not to take a book for a page from CEJ's book, but I think I need a new group of friends. Oh, Dang. shit. Here's where we'll end things for today. Wow. Shamanda. You had a great drive back up. <laughs> Evan is a very nervous kid. He's got like a lot of stammerings and stuff he does. But as you guys go up the drive, he kind of relaxes pretty quickly. And honestly, it just feels great to talk to somebody else who's really going through like the struggles of trying to organize people and and do that. He's like kind of a nerd talking about like the history and cultural center that he runs. He's very into it. He really loves Rhinelander. Like, he's really passionate about it. He calls you a Gunchi, which you don't love, but he, like, starts to say it as a joke. And he's like, I know I shouldn't say it. It's just my dad always says it and that. And you guys, like, connect. What is that experience like for you? 
Yeah, I like hearing him talk about something he's so passionate about. I still could care less about Rhinelanders, <laughs> but I just, the passion is, ex- I'm excited to learn something that I don't care about <laughs> yeah. as much. Um, I think like it's really cool how much responsibility he has. It's like, oh my, it's, it's normal to have for a teenager to have like a lot of responsibility. Like seeing that in someone else really, uh, makes me, uh, comfortable. Great. Yeah, and you make your way up. He drops you off at the entrance to the dojo. You have his card. He's like, seriously, call. I would love to do like some cross border things, like we said, but also like, would you want to like hang out sometime? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Evan, I think that would be a really <laughs> cool time. Um, let's just find an open window in our calendars and uh, <sighs> and schedule some fun. <laughs> <laughs> cool and he kind of like has like a weird like <laughs> um cool i'm really ex- excited about that cool i'm really glad i met you today shamanda me me too and your secret's safe with me no one will know about the whole dog okay and yours is safe with me too i won't tell people about monsters being real <laughs> yeah monsters aren't real evan and i wink at him he winks back and then he like kind of blushes when he realizes he winked like you guys shared a wink. And then he drives away and you walk into the dojo and in my best Wexler, I go, mother's here. <laughs> <laughs> and you walk in and you see Astrid and Adriana there and they turn and they say, oh, Shamanda, you're back. Great. How was the fact finding mission? Did you find a, a hodag? <laughs> and the the a couple of the other dolls over their shoulders chuckle and smirk. Oh pff, no, no way! There was definitely not a ho dog up there. Just you know, a chicken farm. A, a fox got loose, and the the people were really upset. But we just helped them clean up and stuff. Um, but I'm back. Oh well, it sounds like a bit of a waste of time, I guess. Not really a great use of our resources, huh, dolls? I mean. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm did some cross relations with, with a, an, an, another teen counselor over in Rhinelander, so it's not a completely a waste. But I wouldn't say I was misrepresenting myself using resources, not at all. Oh, and Adriana's like, I'm so glad to hear that you are interested in forming partnerships with other organizations because we had a vote while you were gone, and <gasps> what we did a similar thing. That's so wonderful. We're it's good to see we're all on the same page. Wait, what are you talking about, Astrid? What are you talking about? And what vote? I'll oh, remind no. you, Rashawn, that Shamanda at the beginning of this, oh, you no. have the thing where you check your standing with the sect, yeah, and. Depending on how you roll, they either give you useful information, they give you a mission that's associated with the mystery, or they ask you to do something bad. And you were asked to go investigate the Hodag. Now, the issue is that wasn't the something bad. The something bad was they wanted you gone so that they could do something. And now you are finding out what it is as they say, well, we, you know, we're here in Haverford in Mystery County, and we thought it was important to form partnerships with some of the local businesses. So we have formalized, and now we are in a formal partnership with the Chamber of Commerce. And, of course, <gasps> and they point over, and you see walking out of the boardroom, Marcus Vermes. And he says, oh, you freaking snipe that right. Shamanda, I am so excited to be working with you. Oh, my gosh. I, my blood is boiling at the sight of this guy. 
And the other thing that happens is as follows. You guys go your separate ways when you get back. This is a this is a valley moment, not a, a peak moment for the team. <laughs> Everybody's feeling weird. Susan and Crashly go back to their two-bedroom condo to to kind of rest and recharge. Susan, you're still hearing this cell phone noise mm-hmm. in your ear every so often. Like not constantly, but just like periodically you're hearing it. And the other thing is that Susan, tomorrow you're gonna wake up exhausted. You sleep, you think, but you just wake up and you don't feel refreshed at all. Crashly, you have a pretty quiet night. Susan's kind of keeping to herself and out of it. Derek, you go back to Diane and Adam's house and have a, a pretty normal night. Diane is talking with her boyfriend, Ranger Along, and they're having like another movie night. So you're able to just kind of go up to your room and reflect and think about the next steps. Adam, you need to go to work. You have a shift. You have a closing shift. How much time do I have to shower? Uh, you have no time to shower. Perfect. I wasn't going to anyways. <laughs> so Adam, yeah. you walk in to the Coldstone Creamery for your closing shift. And you walk in and you're there with the person who whose shift is just ending, Paul DeBello. Ugh. And <laughs> you're there. You guys don't talk to each other much. And then a, a customer walks in, uh, a, clearly a tourist, which you guys get sometimes. I mean, especially with like the Goonch and Superior, there's a lot of like tourists from all over. And this customer walks up and starts to order in like halting English. And then Paul kind of surprises you as he responds in perfect Mandarin to this customer, just like complete fluency. And the customer looks surprised and responds back in kind. And there's like a give and take. And then the customer like walks out with like two big quarts of ice cream and waves and walks out the window. And Paul like really looks pleased with himself and then kind of goes back. You don't, you have not experienced Paul to be like a polyglot (laughs) at all. So this is kind of weird that he is speaking specifically Mandarin fluently. Wow. And he just goes back to finishing up his shift. And then a little bit later, he notices you and like your thing. And he kind of walks over and he's like, Hey, Adam, you seem kind of like down in the dumps, dude. Are you okay? Uh, I just came from Rhinelander. So Ugh, say no more. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, kind of was in the dumps. Yeah. Hey, uh, do you know what they call, uh, dressers in a uh, Rhinelander? What? Oh, fuck. I fucked it up again. <laughs> that's cool dude I, I don't mind I, I bet it was really funny yeah it was pretty funny um what do you it's so here's how it is you know what they call muck boots in rhinelander what dresses <laughs> what yeah. dude did you come up with that yeah well i think i heard my uncle say it once but i sort of been saying it longer than him now so i guess it's fine Oh man, my my friend would love that. She loves jokes. Yeah. Hey man, are you like cool? You you look like you could use a friend. Yeah, I guess I could. Oh, I, I mean, I know like you and I don't necessarily connect, but like I got a ton of new friends, and honestly, they're looking for folks just like regular kids. And like, if you want to join up, dude, the great internet Mersan Prime search. I know it's a weird name, but like. Dr. Anijar is super rad, dude. And there's some like really cool stuff. Like, I don't know if you saw that. And he like, he pulls the hair behind his right ear back and you see a little microchip there. And he's like, and he says like, this thing, I speak 17 languages now. What? Yeah. 
It's incredible, dude. Do like, you speak French? We. Oui. That means that's yes. That's French. <laughs> oh, that's French oh my yes. god. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> wow. We. Oui. Yeah, dude. Like, if you want to get involved, you should come over. All right. Uh, yeah. That sounds freaking awesome. Cool, oh. dude. Oh, my ride's here. And in walks the most beautiful woman you've ever seen. More beautiful than Jordan? More beautiful than Jordan. She looks to be roughly your guys' age, maybe a year or two older. And Paul says, like, oh, hey, Jenny, I'm I'm pretty much ready to go. And she says, Paul, I've told you, it's Genesis. Oh, <gasps> my God. <laughs> Adam, what do you do in this moment? Would, do I know about the Genesis stuff, or has that just been in Crashly? Because Crashly keeps talking about Genesis, right? Crashly has said what is Genesis and stuff, but other than that, yeah, you don't have any context for it. Um, I mean, it's a unique name. It is. Can I, can I read a bad situation or, or investigate a mystery? You can, Let's absolutely. I also, here's the only question I have. She yeah. is exactly your type. Oh. Yeah, like then she, I... Then I don't look into it at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and so she just like push it, brushes the hair over her ear, and she's like, "Oh, Paul, who's your friend?" Me? I'm. I'm at. I'm Adam. Sup? And then she hands you a card with an address on it, and that's it. And she says, "Well, if you're a friend of Paul's, you should come by sometime." And on the yeah. other side of the the card with the address, it just says Great Internet Mersenne Prime Search. And she's like, we'd love to have new recruits. Yeah. And that will be the item that you get with your luck spent. That is when you find something weird that might be useful. Sweet. And that's where we'll end our session for today. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Thanks so much for listening, Monster Hunters. If you enjoyed this, tell your friends, reach out on social media at Mystery County, or even better, join our Patreon for extra content, special deliveries, and the chance to join our game nights. Until next time, watch out for amateur surgery. anything mm-hmm. <laughs> not really could be the eyelids could be your bottom <laughs> lip you know? spit all over my face <laughs> <laughs>